0: Welcome everybody to Dead Talk Live, and today we are joined by Amit Bala and Lucas Jensen, the creators and writers of Hello Tomorrow, which is premiering premiering exclusively on Apple TV Plus on February 17th. Guys, thank you so much for being on our show. Congratulations on Hello Tomorrow. And let's just get right to it. Amit, tell us how the setting for Hello Tomorrow being a mixture of of old technology as well as futuristic technology became the background for this story.
1: Well, you know, we thought that um you know, we've all been kind of sold sold something in our lives. Let's call it the American dream and and a lot of the aesthetics that 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 developed in the show came out of advertising in the mid-century and, and and early 20th century in corporate kind of desires to, to sell us a new future and well it, it, you know wh- why do we all dream of jetpacks and hover cars um and everybody knows what that is and is familiar with it but you know uh it's because it lives in our kind of a collective consciousness and a kind of imagination that that um, we wanted to bring to life and to show uh, for its reality That is to say sometimes the robots don't work so well. There's a little rust over here, you know Oh, oh that that van it didn't do its job in the first episode <laughs> um, You know, so I think that's you know, I hope that answers your question. That's kind of um, where where the aesthetic kind of bur- came out for us
0: okay. um, It makes total sense now Lucas yeah. Uh, when you guys were developing this concept and you were coming up with that, with the idea, was the time setting, the place, the technology sort of the catalyst for the story or was it the characters themselves? And then you built it around that time era.
2: It all happens at the same. It's all going like this. I mean, one of the play, one of the things that really got us going at the beginning was, we were watching all of these training videos that they would make for salesmen in the 1950s. So, like teaching a kid how to become a car salesman in the 50s, and they were all these hokey reenactments. And and you would have this kid in the in the in the video saying like, "Oh God, go, gee, gosh, you, you mean if I if I help Mrs. McKenna get in the car that she and her family deserve, then you know one day I can make assistant manager." And it's full of this sort of "aw shucks" optimism yeah. that is that is both so innocent and kind of so beautiful and so heartbreaking as you see a salesman who like is possessed of a deep belief in what they're doing but at the same time is getting completely ground in the gears of this uh, hulking capitalist machinery um it's 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 a char- and so Yes, that's the time, but it's also the people. Yeah. It's a time of, of, of people and it's a show about people who are delusional and who organize their lives around delusions because they've been sold the idea that their lives are going to be or should be better than they really
0: are. Absolutely. Now, I mean the visuals in Hello Tomorrow are absolutely stunning. I mean, just beautiful. Was it uh incredibly difficult to get a studio to sign on board? Uh due to the complex nature of what would be involved in bringing all these visuals to life. You can
1: uh, took a lot
2: of salesmanship. Yeah, Selling
1: <laughs> you're, you're people to make a big TV show like this, uh, two guys who, who hadn't made a TV show before, uh, did, did take a, a little bit of, uh, of magic there. But, um, you know, I honestly think that the studio and, and, and Apple and Co- like, you know, they got it. They knew that people would like this. I think that excited them about it. They knew that like being able, you know, we would be able to talk about today in with this kind of cool distance, you know, that, that, that there's a kind of, we all have this nostalgia that things were better at some time in the past and we all have this belief that everything's going to be solved in the future when they invent that thing. Yeah. And, you know, both of those might be a little bit delusional uh, as as kind of organizing principles and kind of mashing them together. I don't know. I think that everybody, you know, they saw what it could be, and then it was
0: uh, up to us to deliver as best we could. Absolutely. Now, Lucas, we don't see many traveling salesmen anymore these days. Uh, One of the messages that I got from this story is that the world we live in, the stuff around us can change, but human nature tends to stay the same. Do you agree with that?
2: Uh, I'm so glad. Most, I'm so glad. It's happened all day yes, you I, I mean, Look, to us, that's a very optimistic, heartening thing about the show, which is even in a future where gadgets are supposed to take away all of our drudgery or solve all of our problems, we're still going to have so many problems, thank God, because... Uh, that's our lot in life Mm -hmm. as humans and and to us, you know, the show, if anything, it's, it's less of a, of, of, a critique of, of technology and more of a sort of a celebration of humanity, even in its flawed state. Um, we talked about delusion, you know, and, and the world of the show is a delusional world. Uh, but the same delusions that make you want to move to the moon or sell somebody else to move to the moon, those are very similar to the delusions that make us want to fall in love or forgive people or do those kinds of crazy delusional acts. So for us, those are very similar muscles, and we hope that the show animates the idea that the, that that our our human capacity to tell ourselves stories about what the world could or should be like uh, both leads us to ruin and is the only thing that will save us.
0: Now, uh, let's talk a minute about the main character, Jack. Uh, Please. Multi-layered character, brilliantly played by Billy Crudup. Um, How could, you know, he could be any real world figure in the last 50 years or more. He could be anybody. What was the inspiration behind the character of Jack? Jack uh
1: well there's a very brilliant documentary by the Mazels brothers about salesmen that in, informed our sense of Jack um we we thought about a world in which kind of consumerism or gadgetry was the religion or was what organized our lives and in a world like that the salesman is the priest. Mhm. You know, and so let us make the the, the great, uh, a great salesman worthy, worthy of, of the world that we've created and worthy of the kind of delusions that we're all living in now. I mean, Jack is a, uh, I mean, let's just say for a second, Jack portrayed by Billy, is a brilliant and beautiful character with layers that even we don't, you know, did not expect or comprehend. Um, there were many times on set where Billy would read a line and you'd be like, holy crap, that's, you know, you know, you'd read the line a hundred times editing it and it was never in your mind the way he said it and that's the way it is in the cut because he was able to find a, a depth to to it that you know it was so inspiring us i mean track yes jack's a very complicated cat you know um but that's those are the those are the guys worth paying attention to a little bit in a tv show and i think that um he embodies um very potently paradoxes that we all embody and contradictions that we all embody you know um especially uh, in his role as a father, uh, not not to mention I mean, his stuff. No, I, I,
2: I, he is a salesman and he's a father as well. It, it's uh, there's this the um, wonderful moment in the second episode where he's yeah. he's taken Joey, his young mentee, along, and Joey gets his first crack at a sale, and it doesn't go well. And and Jack Billy turns to him and says with a totally straight face, "Well, that's the best first shot I've ever seen." Yeah, and he knows it's a lie. Joey knows it's a lie. The audience knows it's a lie. It's the biggest lie anybody's ever put on television. But he sells and it. Billy sells it with yeah. this amazing conviction, where you think, "Well, if he just hears that enough, maybe it's going to work out." You know, we're both we're both fathers. Ummet became a father days before our writers' room opened on this show wow. for the first
0: Congratulations. time.
2: Congratulations! And thank you. It's it's well, you want to talk about degree of difficulty, but uh, <laughs> if if it occurs to us that. You know, the first thing a a good parent does with their children is lie to them. You know, you're okay. It's going to be okay. I can take care of you. I know what I'm doing. This world is a great place for you. Absolutely. And uh, though that to us is the heart and soul of Jack.
0: Absolutely. I completely agree. Lucas, uh, on the last question, I want to throw this to you. The show opens up in the first episode with this amazing scene that takes place at a diner, and Jack walks in and has this conversation with this man sitting uh, at the counter. Now the salesman dialogue that goes between these two and other times that Jack is trying to sell, uh, when you guys are writing this dialogue, where did you dig because, I mean, it's so effortless and he could sell you the Brooklyn Bridge. That's how good he is. Was that Billy just putting in his own spin on the character? Or was that well, no, all you No, I mean, you can't, you, guys wrote? you can't
2: do better than Billy. I mean, yeah. the performance is for the ages, and everybody needs to see but, it. But, you know, I'm glad that that first scene to us is something, obviously, that we re- worked and worked and revised and revised for literally years, years. to get it tuned. And, and, and the important thing to us and to Billy about that scene is it's not a sales pitch. He's saving a man's life. Yeah. And... That's the thing about Jack as a character. It's the reason he can sell you anything. It's not because he's got the fast lingo. It's because he looks into your eyes and he knows what you need to hear as a human being right now. And in that scene, he walks into a bar and he sees a man who's overcome with despair. And and he says to himself, jack does well god damn it i can't let this man drink himself to death yeah i need to give him something to believe in and he, you see him in the course of those first few minutes of the show take a man from the depths of the despair to to a hope in tomorrow and that's what that's it's terrifying that a salesman could do it but it's also very uplifting and when you see billy do it god damn you yeah. believe it he's amazing and that's the it's show. Amazing. That's the show in a nutshell for us. I'm so glad that you, you 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 put you picked up on that.
0: I want to thank the both of you, Amit Bala, Lucas Jansen. The show again is called Hello Tomorrow. It is premiering Friday, February 17th, with the first three episodes. You guys gotta check this show out. Visually beautiful, amazing cast, di- dialogue. It has it all. So please check it out. Thank you, guys. On behalf of Amit and Lucas and myself, stay safe and stay walking. Goodbye, everybody.